0: Hello, Taiwan Talk podcast listeners. It's been a while since we did this, but we are bringing it back. Morning Show and Taiwan Talk are teaming up once again to bring you a live extended interview. This was on the Morning Show with Terry Engel. This one that you're about to hear is on eSports in Taiwan. And our guide to this wild new sporting world is one of Taiwan's own prominent expat shoutcasters. If you don't know what those words mean right there. Don't worry, you will in a second. I certainly learned a lot in this interview as well. So it's, uh, you know, good learning experience for all of us. With that in mind, we bring you now to the morning show with Terry Engel on the morning of February 17th, 2016.
1: I FM 100, The Pretenders. Don't get me wrong, kicking off the 10 here. We are now uh, amidst our a uh, midweek extended interview, something we do here on Wednesdays. Where we bring in people who do things just a little bit differently here in our uh, community. What do we got going on this week, Keith?
0: Well, there is a, a new kind of cons- competitive sport that's kind of taken over the world's arenas. And it's not played with bats and balls and jump ropes and all those things that sporting type people play with. It's played with computers. Okay. So I'm talking about esports here. Competitive video gaming, more or less. Competitive video gaming. Now, this is kind of bad news for me, because uh, as many of our listeners will know, I'm not too good at conventional sports, mm-hmm. but this is no lifeline, because I'm also bad at video games, so this is just a new <sighs> way to suck anything, at competitive... Anything competitive, Keith. Nothing, yeah, I can't you're really... You're
1: just not, you're, a, you're, a, not you're a, a lover, not a computer.
0: We'll go with that. Let's yeah. go with that. But, on the other hand, bad news for me, good news for Taiwan, because apparently... Taiwanese various computer gamers are killing it on the international stage. Right. They're doing great. Right. Uh, So a lot of uh, unknown talent that we are currently unlocking in this new e-gaming era. Okay. Well, today we have someone from that world of e-gaming with us. Uh, His name is Ben Novotny. He's also known as Bingo or Breaker SC2. Okay. Various aliases. He is not primarily a game player. Uh, what he's known for is his shout casting. Now, this is something I touched on earlier. I mm-hmm. just kind of,
1: uh, touched it. Right? Uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit about what that even means.
0: Uh, well, I'm gonna let him explain it in just a second. Okay. Uh, but the basic idea is it's a commentator, but for e-gaming matchups. Alright. So rather than commentating on sports, well, ha, <laughs> I'm already gonna start a fight. Rather than. Uh, commentating on a basketball game, you're commentating on like a Starcraft game.
1: Okay, now let me let me just uh, roll this clip here. Maybe this will give us a little idea as to what it we're be. what we're talking about here.
0: Just having time a timeout,
2: a little bit better for I don't know who to say. I mean, the exchanges so far. We we have got a Bailey nest already finished for Slamming. He's oh, got Bailey's. Oh my oh God, wow. the suicide! Oh my God! This is a Starcraft game. Somebody call game. the police! This okay.
0: is getting murdered. I believe these are zergs that are involved here. Yes, that is correct, gentlemen. Um, so this is... You may want to just right there is tremendous. He's got roaches coming out. He's hit those transfusers. Very important that he keeps this wall off for as long as possible. Roaches are going to try and block the holes.
2: But it looks like the links might get in. Oh, my God. Those buildings look like they're probably going to hit the mineral line. Lackluster connection on number one, but it looks like number two might get a golden connect connection. Now it looks like the links are going to come in and try and get the one hits on those drones because
0: they have absolutely no. I got to tell you, this might as well be in Greek. I know. I'm kind of thinking the same thing. You can hear the excitement, oh, yeah. excitement. You though. sure can.
1: Well, why on that note, why don't we, uh, why don't we uh, welcome
0: Ben to the program, Ben Novotny. Ben, <laughs> welcome to the program. Now, this was at the uh, 2014 Taiwan Open, so you were one of the shoutcasters at this Taiwan event, and you kind of, you're, you're in for the taiwan scene is that you can actually shoutcast in mandarin is that right oh um i tried marketing myself as that in the beginning yes that is correct but
2: um uh basically i mean what what i was doing way back in the day was i was sitting down with a a, a book and a a journal in front of my computer and i was just basically transcribing each character i could find that i right. couldn't recognize in starcraft 2 and uh let's just say when I when I look back at that time and how much time I'd actually spent trying to learn Chinese for StarCraft II, I, I don't want to do it again for another game. Yeah, so right. it is like it's a whole
0: a, extra language. Uh, yeah, judging I mean, by that clip, yeah. Yeah, I
2: mean, Chinese is actually three different languages you're learning. Um, That's one, modern, spoken Chinese, two, yeah. written Chinese. And then three uh, ancient, <laughs> ancient and, then, and then video game,
1: Chinese. and then four <laughs> Starcraft. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh <laughs> let's just go back to the beginning of all of this. Uh, what is shoutcasting? Maybe you can give us a uh a definition of what this means.
2: All right. So shoutcasting, I really, I mean, basically the best I can come up with for uh, the first iteration of shoutcasting, I think, was the early 1900s. We had just basically radio pro- programs coming in for commentating on soccer games, on American football games, baseball games, whatever have you in between. And there was no visual representation thereof whatsoever, right? There was no TV at the time, no live television broadcasts for baseball or football or anything like that. Instead, they just used um, a radio method. That's it. And this is actually the same way it was for shoutcasting some video games way back in the day. Uh, Warcraft 3 StarCraft Brood War. Okay, hold on a, a second. He made a jump from uh, radio <laughs> in the 20s and
1: baseball <laughs> to Warcraft. So let, 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 let me let me just... Is showcasting... Let me put it this way. Is showcasting particular to video games? Is Because I haven't heard... I'm not familiar with this term, I guess.
2: You know, to be perfectly honest, I never looked it up in a dictionary. I've never right. Google searched this term, shoutcasting, yeah, right. or the origin of shoutcasting. But, of course, I have seen someone placed a YouTube video on reddit.com before about uh, about the history of shotcasting. And basically, this person alluded to the first radio casts made right, in right, okay. the so, early
0: 1900s. So when you think about what you're doing, though, basically you feel like what you're doing is a continuation of this long tradition of right. commentating sports. Uh, yes, but more specifically to the realm
2: of professional gaming. and And I've, I've never done it without, uh, Without a visual representation of what is happening in game. For example, I, you know, it's a, it's always on YouTube or it's always on Twitch that I do what I do. So, oh,
1: I see. So it's,
2: um, it's like live commentating.
1: It's not live commentating. Like, you don't sit there beside the guy who's trying to play the game and go, wow, he's got, <laughs> he hits that D button no, real no, good. No, no, yeah. no, no, wow, no, no. that D button, that finger is really going quick. <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. So, so you're not, obviously you're not, uh, uh disrupting the people who are playing, I guess right, is, is right. what we're getting at. So this, Okay, this is this is interesting then because I've seen this before and I've seen you know uh, television shows in in the states or Canada even way back where they kind of had these Saturday morning kind of half hour shows where they would kind of um, not 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 cast or not commentate on gameplay but they they bring up a game and then kind of wa- do a walkthrough. I guess that's what I'm looking at. But this is, this is not that. This is actual kind of play by play commentary the same way. Somebody may be commentating on a hockey game or baseball game, right? That is correct, yes. Okay, excellent. And you're involved in the Taiwan community here, uh, which does it. Tell me first of all about how big competitive gaming is here in Taiwan.
0: Uh well
2: I okay, let me let me just try to describe to you all a history of all of this because the best that I can do to uh, really state numbers is everything that I have seen from the beginning of late 2011 all the way until now. Okay. So first there was a group called Taiwan Esports League, and uh, they, they still exist, but they've become extremely retracted compared to what they used to be. And what I remember was back in... 2011, 2012, they were raking in numbers like 15,000 people willing to watch StarCraft 2 games, especially when uh, the king zerg of Taiwan himself, a player by the name of Sen Yang Jiazheng in Chinese, um, was whenever he was playing. And I 15,000 people watching from Taiwan—that's pretty good. Wow, that's pretty good. That's incredible. That blows my mind. Right. And you have to ask yourself, what does
1: this mean from an advertising perspective? Yeah, well, it means a lot, obviously, but I, I, I didn't think the numbers would be that high—fifteen thousand people just to watch somebody play a game.
2: Well, I mean, when you stop and think about it, Taiwan is an island with a population of twenty-four million, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I
1: mean, yeah, no, I, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch Keith read a book. You <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I mean, you can understand where I'm coming hey, from. You came,
0: commentated it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I probably would. That's, that's probably, and and that might mean the the next question is. Is uh, the need for commentating? Is, is is that kind of what, where that was born from, or this idea of showcasting or commentating for video games? Did it come out of this need for it? People were watching. Yeah, obviously a lot of people, fifteen thousand. You you might not think it's a lot, but to me that blows me away that there's that many numbers. Was there a need for this commentating? Was, were were people watching it and going, well, I'm not really sure what's going on here, or, you know, or or you know, I I want to be able to listen to what's going on at the same time. Is that is that where this kind of came from?
2: Well, I, I have to ask you a rhetorical question. Do you watch a soccer game or a football? football game or a baseball game on TV without someone talking No, about
1: absolutely not. It's boring right. without it. You're right.
2: Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So in the beginning, basically anyone could have gotten started doing this. Um, that is to say, shoutcasting. But as things, as time went on, it just seemed to be more and more in the interest of game developers themselves. That is to say, Blizzard Entertainment or Riot Games or... Not so much Valve. They really don't care. Um, if it's not if it's not a game developer, it certainly is the organizer who is running a tournament uh, in their best interest to make sure quality is at the highest. Yeah, make sure people are
1: interested in in of The more people who are engaged in this. By the way, I'll just uh, uh, just to answer your rhetorical question. By the way, soccer is boring no matter what. So
2: <laughs> let's just let's just put that let's just put that out there. Let's just uh, get that out there. You know what I think. All real sports are boring, no matter what. what?
1: Oh, oh, wow. Gauntlet thrown down. Virtual hey, hey. thrown down. Here we go. We are throwing
0: down here. Pixelated is- blood everywhere. That's right. Okay. Exactly.
1: Hold on, guys. We're going to take ourselves a very short break. We'll be back in just a few moments. We've got Ben Devani. He's a showcaster here, a commentator for video games. We'll get into some of the video games that uh, he works with, some of the video games that are big here in Taiwan. And at some point, you and I are going to have to go head-to-head on something. I don't know what, but we'll, we'll, we'll work that out. It's the Morning Show with Terry right here on ICRT. 5, four, three. Three, two, one. Here we go. We're good to go. Right back to the show. I like it. I
0: like it. ICRT, where
1: we've got it going on. That's a take. 10.22 in the morning. We're to the morning show with Terry Keith. We have Ben Novotny in here. He's a showcaster um, commentating on video games. Now, before we get to Ben on mm. this, let me ask you. Uh-oh. Uh, what do you think qualifications would be for something
0: like this. Uh, to be a shoutcaster? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you'd need to know the games to be able to commentate them. Okay. As trickier, I would imagine, because there's a lot of games. Right. If you're a soccer commentator, you just need to know soccer.
1: <laughs> you just need to know soccer. Yeah, that's right.
0: Okay. Uh, so you need to know the rules. You need to be uh, have uh, engaging back-and-forth repartee with your fellow shoutcasters. I guess what I'm getting
1: at is this. is If soccer is... Is, is super boring. I would suggest you need to have more skills to commentate soccer to fill up all that time. (laughs) Ben, let's get to you on this. What, um, what, what types of things do you kind of need to be a shoutcaster?
2: Really, all you need to do is teach yourself to be a better public speaker. That's number one. Um, number two is you could be, you could be a former professional gamer. That's actually, uh, what most viewers like to see. Uh, first and foremost, like they, they love to see players that have retired and decided to go into commentary, like people who used to be, perhaps the the top ten players of the most previous game that they were playing. Even even players that don't even speak English very well. Um, these it's it's just hard to describe. There's so many different cult personalities in the esports industry. We're talking about. Let me give you an example. There's a player by the name of MC, and if I. If I had to guess, he, he could not pass the test of English as a foreign language to save his life. That means there's no way he could possibly get into university to begin studying, right? But at the same time, that's what everybody loves about him and the things that he does. Like, right. um, I remember, I remember shortly after he had won a game, they had shot a camera over to, uh, the analysts and the hosts, and they were going over the replay, and then he just steps in front of the camera. He's like, "No, no, 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 no! I tell you how I win." And right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just, and so, I mean, he just pushes the guy away.
0: So you need a little personality. personality.
1: Yeah, B- based right. based on what you've just said as well, you said that uh, because he couldn't speak English or whatever. Is that predominantly the language internationally that that this is kind of uh, done in in English?
2: I mean, not necessarily, but this is why he has so many English speaking fans because a majority oh, see, of his I fans. See. Are actually outside of Korea, although he himself is one of the best players in Korea. I see. Was before he retired. Now,
1: are you yourself uh, a gamer or at all approaching professional gaming capacity?
2: I have never once ever been near professional level. I will say that uh, there are times when I've been playing a game and I've been in the top 2% of the server that I've competed on, and that, I mean, but what's 2%? I mean, what's 2% of the Earth's population?
1: Yeah, t- right. math is not strong. That's on this a big
2: program. I, I guarantee you, no matter what, it's going to be a big number. So, if there's two, if if I'm in the top two percent of, say, one hundred thousand players on a server, then that means there's two thousand ahead of me, and I'm like, do I really want to get just that little bit better? I, you know.
1: What is like the game that is kind of the the be all end all? What is if I was great at this game? And I would be respected or, or considered a great game, or, or maybe it's the go-to game or the real test of skills. What
2: game is that? It's hard to say, really, but, I mean, in Taiwan, definitely League of Legends. League of Legends, okay. Uh, in America and Europe right now, it would be either League of Legends or Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive is a game that I'm spending a lot of time with as of late. And Oh, but in my book, in my book, in the beginning, it was always StarCraft. And the reason why is because it's the greatest way to determine how to max out your own skill set as a player or how to actually show how good you alone as a player are. Because Counter-Strike Global Offensive and League of Legends are all team games. Those all require teamwork. If your teammates make a mistake, well, how how could you possibly be blamed for something like that? Um, yeah, no, good uh, point. Right, right. But I mean, if you <laughs> if you are able to constantly issue two hundred commands per minute and keep a game going for a period of one hours or two hours in a game of StarCraft, then you know it's 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 it's, it's hard to describe. It's just it's the best game for one versus one experience, and I it it it'll always holds a special place in my life, even though I haven't played it for
0: months now. So let's just uh, let's take StarCraft as an example then. So, you know, Terry was kind of alluding to sometimes commentators would really have to play up soccer to keep people engaged. Is it, Do you feel like you need to play it up to make it interesting, or is it interesting by itself? Like, what do you have to do to keep your listeners engaged in this game?
2: You have to identify what is going on at every single second in the game, and then if you see that one player is going to be making an offensive move, or not, not, not offensive as in to say... Make someone mad at him, but instead offensive, as in ready to attack. His oh boy, this is difficult to put in words. Okay, we're trying to win the game. Let's put it that way. Hmm. Okay, 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 yeah, right. Okay. okay so instead of just, put it
1: in words, it's your job. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, is this putting into words? Life, yeah, exactly. Attack
0: in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. I'm, just, I'm just, kidding with you. All right.
0: Um. So instead of screaming gold, you scream pooned. Is that a? Is that a, no? Is that uh, not a thing? Uh, no, no, no. no, no. I mean, this. as a commentator, you never want to
2: say something that sounds offensive to a player. What you want to do is you want to make the game sound exciting with the move that they're about to pull off in game. There we go.
1: Right, and if they do or they don't. Okay, so much, much right. in in. in uh, there's a parallel here between uh, sports and and video game kind of commentating. Is it? it we, that's fair to say, right? Yes. Just just so that people can kind of really get a handle on what you're doing here. A reference point. Yeah, exactly. Let me move on to this. Uh, just uh, while we are on break there for a second, you said that uh, you you had, uh, you know, you're looking for work or you worked in, you did this sort of thing as a, a professional. Show. This, this is actually a, a job, right? Like this is this is not just something you're you're doing for kicks or whatever like i think i i want to get that across to listeners here too is that this is something that is you, like an actual legit kind of there's an job. industry behind it yeah there's an industry behind this yes is that that's correct
2: that is true yes but um if i had to guess i would say there are perhaps you know for for starcraft alone these days i don't know i think there's probably only eight people who are actually able to make a uh, a full-time living off of shoutcasting if we're talking about league of legends i i you could add at least twelve more names to that list and bring it to twenty people globally who are able to make a full-time living off of shoutcasting. Throw Counter Strike Global Offensive into that, and I would say twenty-five, perhaps thirty. I, I would say not more than thirty with those so, games. So out there's not
1: a lot of people doing. So this is this is a very niche sort of thing. Or I guess you've got to be good to uh, to be one of those people to make a
2: living at this. Or you have to create your own product that people. It's it's hard to describe really, but um. What these people are is they're commentators for extremely stable leagues that for tournaments, just just like ma- uh, the MLB or yeah, say perhaps the NFL, or- and they're hired by these bodies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. I got you. All right. All right. Just
1: just so we can get the whole setup of this, and so we can we can paint a picture because uh, at one level, you you know, at least me when Keith and I first talked about this is like, oh, okay, well it's just a couple of guys sitting around on the sofa. Uh, commentating on their buddies playing video games, uh, but now it's really kind of coming to perspective for me here, where this this is a this is an actual sort of thing with with leagues and and whatnot. Who 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 develops these leagues and what are the governing bodies? How does that all kind of work?
2: All right, so. Let me ask you this: Whose best interest would it be to create this league? Because it's more or less a form of marketing. You're going to have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people watching. All right, Ben, I asked the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stump me with questions. (laughs) You
1: you tell me. So,
2: (laughs) so most of the guys who run these leagues are the ones who created the game themselves. For example, there's Riot Games, and Riot Games created the LCS, which is known as the League of Legends. Championship Series. There we go. I'm like, what could C possibly stand for? Uh, for a minute, just <laughs> I don't know, sorry, uh, lost my track of thought there. But um, so this is a tournament that's run by Riot Games, and it is it has a very strict, very comprehensive rule book to the extent that players must not only conduct themselves well in game on stage, and uh, but also just conduct themselves well whenever they're in their own personal lives, like not. Interesting. Not, yeah. I mean if if you it's 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 probably even more strict than the NFL, their rule book, or yeah, wow. just as strict. Um at one point there was actually a rule that these players could not play any other games. They could oh, not publicly
1: ex- exclusivity contracts and whatnot, right?
2: Mm, yes and no. Like there was a list of twenty seven specific games and items that they could not associate themselves with. Of course, twenty six of those things were games and then the twenty seventh one was basically tobacco and alcohol. Right right. Um so if you're in this league you can't smoke or drink. Not not where people can see you. Let's huh. put it that way. Not wow. on a stream. Wow. That oh. is more strict. Oh, no, yeah, geez,
1: Okay. It's way more strict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting I mean, lots of uh, insight into the world of
2: video gaming. That yes. was squeaky clean. That was in 2013, but if I'm not mistaken... Not uh, that I imagine
1: video gamers really are of the bad seed anyway. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I had no preconceptions
0: about that. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Taking bumps <laughs> off the top of their computers. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, okay, now let's kind of move this way uh, just a little bit. Maybe you can uh, tell us um because obviously a lot of, there's a lot of gamers here in Taiwan it's obviously very popular given its its size and whatnot maybe you can talk to us a little bit about how people kind of get into that and get into leagues and how does it all start you talked uh, about gateway games and things like that maybe that's maybe that's something you can also kind of mention uh, very quickly
2: all right so basically the first step is to actually start playing the game because whenever whenever you play a game you can be given a link to a Twitch stream at almost any given time we're talking. Now that I think about it, um, every major game that I've played except for perhaps Hearthstone has some way of linking you to a live stream on Twitch.tv. Um, and that, that basically is a live streaming platform similar to, you know, like ESPN or whatever. But for gaming strictly. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. There's even there's even television
0: networks or streaming missing out or... on some markets apparently. Uh, yeah, wow. Sort of, but I do have a good question for you. Like, so okay. here's here's the brilliant <laughs> more here's, questions.
2: Here's the brilliant part about Twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. Okay, it becomes an advertising space for anyone who's playing games, not just competitively speaking, but they could just be playing, say, some solitaire in their spare time, or maybe some Pac Man or whatever. Okay. Just to just to put it into layman's terms, but. Um, it becomes an advertising space because let me, let me ask you this rhetorical question. Have you guys ever seen Peyton Manning just at the, at the, in his own spare time at the field practicing? Uh, yes. You have? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen Michael Jordan at the field just in his own spare time practicing? Like 24? Oh, no, I haven't. No. Okay, 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 okay. So, this is the brilliant part about Twitch.tv. You can see these cyber athletes oh, I see what in you're their spare at. time okay. if they choose to share it with you. I got you. Mm. See, those were right.
1: rhetorical questions. Those were actual questions.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of, sort of, sort of. No, Okay, I crazy.
1: see what you're saying. So you can go on to these streams, watch some of the best gamers in the world, potentially, and see what they're doing, how they're playing, their tricks, their tips, all that sort of stuff. That's what
2: you're getting at. Mm, yes and no. It's like, they could, <laughs> oh boy. Like, they're we're getting a the lot wrong be, today. what's going on? They could be playing can do whatever they want to do in their spare time. They could be training themselves at the game some more, they could be playing a game that's going to help them just relax okay. a little bit more. But All right. the fact of the matter is if we're going to bring attention to the players themselves, however, they, they do go through very rigorous uh, training regimens. In North America alone you'll be seeing eight hour at least eight hour training regimens. And that's what
1: you can see on Twitch TV is what you're getting at.
2: If they choose to share it, yes. But if they No 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 no, no. I'm serious. I'm serious. If you if you are broadcasting on Twitch.tv and there are five to ten thousand people watching you practicing, then is it really practice? Because what you're doing is you're giving away your strategies. Okay, feed. all right. Because these are games that are very dynamic. It's so not.
1: Maybe just, that's why you can't see Michael Jordan practice because he does want to give away his strategies, right?
0: Right. Well, okay. sort of. Got you. Sort
1: of. All right. Excellent. Excellent, Keith.
0: Well, uh, okay. So let's just lay down a couple of facts about gaming in Taiwan, real okay. quick. This is coming from the Taipei Times. They say that the Taiwan Esports League, that was established in 2008, it has five. Teams of full time professionals, uh, and there's games every Saturday and Sunday night broadcast, uh, on, uh, lead- on Video Land, Television Network, and other sports channels. So right. tell us a little bit about that world. Is that, is that on the upswing? Is that getting bigger and bigger? What, what, what is the whole esports sporting world like in Taiwan right now? Uh, sorry about that.
2: Uh, that's actually a very, very, very outdated, uh, I wouldn't say statistic. To the best of my knowledge, I don't think, uh, TESL has any more cooperation going with Videoland Television Network, but they do, however, have um, some cooperation going with Fox HD to broadcast a product that they make themselves, a first-person shooter called uh, Soldier Front 2. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um... I'm sorry, could you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I just I, I had to I spent a lot of time just correcting that. That's all right. That's all right. Uh, I guess I guess I guess the broader question is, is when we think about uh, esports in Asia, uh, let's just let's kind of just think about how does how does Taiwan stack up? Is it you know is, it, is 2012, it world 2012, 2012 World Champions? 2012 World Champions. And so tell us what's behind that. So we used to be good. <laughs> <laughs> to be good. No 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 no. Um,
2: what happened was uh, there was a team called Taipei Assassins. They had four people from Taiwan. No five people from Taiwan and one. Uh, from Hong Kong by the name of Toys Curtis Lau, and uh, basically what happened is these guys all went to the, they, they. Oh boy. Okay, so LCS. Let's let's take this. Let's take a step back and just take a, a brief glance at um, how this uh, LCS works out. Okay, so there's LCS North America, LCS EU. There's LMS now in Taiwan. There was GPL. I'm not sure what it was called in 2012, but these are all regional tournaments that happen on each and every spot of the planet. Uh China has their own league. Taiwan, Hong Kong, Macau had their own region. They still do now. Uh And so what happened was... Taipei Assassins won the championship spotlight for Taiwan and Hong Kong and Macau. And as a result, they were allowed to go on and represent this region in the world oh, championships okay. in 2012. There we go. You were losing us for a moment, but we're back. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so what had happened was, uh, they got stuck against a team from, uh, from Russia called Moscow Five. And I was just, I was looking at, I, I didn't, pay attention to League of Legends back then, but watching the VODs, that was a very, very close best of five that Taipei Assassins was playing against them. And then Okay, I w- lost, I'm guessing. No, they won. Okay. They won. That All was right. the amazing part. That was at the <laughs> what <a> semif- <laughs> I'm just going
1: to stop assuming things. <laughs> Root for the home team,
2: buddy. Yeah, yeah. And it was, I was just watching. It was a best of five. And I was just like, God, this took so, this took so long. And I guess they finally got what they wanted. So they went to the grand finals and they played against a Korean team by the name of Azubu Frost. And I was just like, well, what on earth is this? The end score is three to one and Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> like Taiwan took the championship you know alright well that's that's I guess uh, all we can hope for well I mean it was it was just painfully slow, really. I mean, me, I know painfully the feeling. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was so much faster than the, the, the previous game that I, the previous match that I had taken place. Right.
1: Okay. we got to stop right there. We've got to take another break. Uh, when we come back, we're talking to Ben Novotny. He's a showcaster, uh, commentates for video games, uh, if you can believe it. Right uh, here in Taiwan. Right here in Taiwan, yeah. Uh, stay with us. Short break here on The Morning Show.
0: SM 100. ICRT.
1: ICRT FM one hundred. We're back here. at the morning show with Terry. We got Ben Novotny in showcaster uh, in the video game world, along with Keith and I here. And uh, let's let's put this to you. Um, you know, geez, every time we get a, a, a funny or what do we call it? Odd news, other news story out of Taiwan. It seems to be another person has died in an internet cafe here.
0: Playing uh, games. Yeah, it, it, this is this has happened a few times, not and then, just once or twice. And then the worst thing is that they're not noticed for days and days because everybody else is so focused on their game, they and, don't even notice. And
1: everybody there is so long um talk a little bit about that is that a re like i mean we talk about occupational hazards and uh you know injuries within the sport itself is this is this regular is like what needs to be done here
2: well i think the reason why this is happening is because taiwan is the top five safest countries on the planet there's if you're gonna i'm just kidding that was a that's probably a tasteless joke but i mean um what i'm trying to say here is uh they're they're not doing anything dangerous when this happens, but um, really, uh, do I think there
0: needs to be a limit on something like this? I well, well let's 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 frame it in a slightly different way. So you know, Mayor Koenja. he's a big fan of gaming. Oh uh, yeah, he wants to see. Uh, I saw his cosplay. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. Was yeah. it good? Do you approve? I, I, I when I finally got the reference, I was just like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, and it kind of, I kind of laughed. Wow. Yeah. Mayorca is so into gaming; he's giving references that. Binga barely gets. That's yeah, impressive, right, Mayor. Right, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. Uh, anyway, so the the way that I wanted to frame this, though, is so he wants uh, video games to become like a uh, you know a, a legitimate sport in Taiwan, an official sport. Um, and so if we're saying that th- this is something that should be elevated to that level of an official sport that would get, you know, government funding and you'd get exemptions from military service and all that, uh, I mean, is that something that we should be doing when, you know, there does seem to be this aspect of it where people can get really sucked into it and it, it impacts their life in uh, sometimes a very negative way? I mean, there's addiction involved here.
2: Well, first and foremost, um, I actually lost weight. Due to that addiction. Really? Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. Well, there like, you go. When
0: I was 15 years old, when I was
2: 16 years old, I remember it was like a month I had gone without playing any Counter Strike or Halo 2. And uh, I remember it was just like, I don't want to eat. I just want to play another game. Exactly. Another game and in.
1: that goes on a lot here in Taiwan. And it doesn't just have physical reper- repercussions, but it has a lot of social and mental repercussions as well.
2: That is true. I mean, like, but at the same time, you you get forced to be socialized. It's called institutionalization. You go to school. You talk to your friends at school about what they do with the game or anything else in between. Yeah. Well, I yeah, no, I, I do hear your
1: point. We won't get into too much of a philosophical conversation on that. But but I guess what 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 Keith is getting at is, I mean. You're right. On one hand, we want to elevate that. But on the other hand, we've already had some problems. And the problems are that people are dead in Internet cafes.
0: Yes, I I guess. I I mean, are we overblowing these problems? Is there a a bright side to this that we're not quite picking up on because we're not a part of this world? Well, I mean, I feel like it's a little bit
2: overblown because, I mean, really, what you're talking about is when, when someone winds up dead in an Internet cafe, you're talking about something like, you know, not going home and getting some sleep or maybe... Maybe this guy's got a, some personal problems and he just gave up on life. Right, okay, like that. well,
1: that's, yeah, okay, I guess that's that's what we were getting at. Maybe these uh, uh, are not stemmed from video games, but there's always a bigger overlying problem usually associated with that, and I think that's also uh, always important to uh, point well, out.
2: Well, I mean, I really don't think this is an Internet Cafe problem because I've seen, like, get this, <laughs> some, some irony, like... Uh, I remember I was watching a YouTube video, like, that, that was called Top 20 Gaming Related Deaths, and, so, yeah, a lot of these do happen, like, after long, long gaming sprees, like 96 hours, no sleep, or something like that. that right. I, I would, I would rather not go through something like that, but, get this, there, here's the interesting part, I remember seeing something about, um someone playing a fitness game, a fitness simulator, but it forced them to get some exercise in front of their television, and, this game had caused this person to have a heart attack, not after a long, long binge, but after maybe just an hour of playing.
0: Yeah, right. That's okay. it. Okay. So anything can kill you. Basically, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah okay. I see, that I, see, heart I, see I see where you're going with all this. All right, I
2: good. mean sure, I mean like I saw tw- out of twenty deaths that related to gaming, only one of them was related to being fit. If that makes
1: sense. But <laughs> well, that might tell you why, then. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: sort of. Different ways to interpret this. Just, yeah, 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 exactly.
1: Uh, okay, well, I tell you what, Ben, it's uh, been a pleasure learning about showcasting, and uh, I think uh, I can safely say Keith and myself have learned something today. Quite a uh, bit. Outside of our... Started from things. zero. Yeah, a very interesting uh, profession that you've, you've kind of adopted or... Uh, Carved and, out for yourself. Yeah, and embarked on, so uh, good luck with all of that, and... Uh I don't know, happy showcasting. I don't know what you guys (laughs) usually say in this world, but happy showcasting and uh, Taiwan number one as well. Maybe Taiwan number one, yeah. Maybe what you can do is uh lay out your uh YouTube channel or things like that for so people who are listening that are in the gaming world uh they want to get in touch with you, they want to see what you do, uh they know where to go.
2: Well, um I can be found on Facebook if you guys look for breaker S C two or Bing Ge on Google. Um Oh, boy, my phone's exploding with invites now. I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, I can be found on Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash BreakerCS, as right now I'm in the middle of switching to a different game title. And uh, let me think. YouTube I, channel? I do I do browse PTT every now and then. Okay. Uh, usually every day. YouTube. Uh, <laughs> every now and then? Every day? <laughs> basically. Yeah, All right. kind of, kind of. Um, But aside from that, I really can't do, uh, well, I haven't, I haven't, really toyed with youtube in a long time okay all right
1: well that's where you can get a hold of ben novotny showcaster
2: here ten
1: fifty-three in the morning stay with us i'll uh, let you know what the theme for your request is going to be in just a moment this is going to be haim and if i could change your mind right here on
0: icrt for listening to the show. You can catch more of these interviews most every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. on ICRT-FM 100 during the morning show. And you can find just dozens upon dozens more interviews, more of them of the not-live variety, somewhat uh, more condensed newsier, Uh, but you can find all of those on the Taiwan Talk podcast stream on the ICRT website and on iTunes. Uh, We're also just getting into SoundCloud, Uh, So search Keith ICRT to find that there. For more updates on ICRT content and Taiwan news in general, you can follow me on Twitter. I tweet at Keith Menconi, so look for me there. Thanks once again for listening to the show for Taiwan Talk and The Morning Show with Terry Engel. I'm Keith Menconi. See you next time.